Hello and welcome to the pod. My name is Scott. You are listening to the podcast Coffee and Books where we talk about different, of course, different types of books and different types of coffees I sample from all across the world. I have not done a coffee podcast recently as I actually have received a the same shipment twice uh, from Atlas Coffee and therefore... I will be waiting until the next arrival begins, which will probably be in early July. So just so you know, keep on the lookout for more coffee that will be coming in, coffee episodes, but there will not be any coffee episodes in the near future. Um, Also, exciting news to share, I'm starting new work, so this podcast might change a little bit where I will be probably doing less episodes, but I will be still doing the podcast or I plan on still doing them and I just plan on doing them in a way where I will probably read the book and then talk about it with you like I'm doing now but the only difference is there might be a little bit more spaced out and uh, that's okay with me Um, anyway if you're a new listener welcome Uh, so I know we have a bunch of new listeners lately again I hope all of you are doing well I hope all of you are enjoying the podcast so far talking about different books different topics Um, So it's kind of exciting today because we're going to kind of continue a conversation we've been having, uh, but it's going to be a different side to this story. And so I started today's book a little while ago, but it's going to take me some time as it is a massive book, similar in length to the uh, Shogun book in size. It is called Rise and Kill First, The Secret History of Israel's Targeted Assassinations by uh, Ronan or sorry, Ronan Bergman. It's published in 2018. Uh, it's a great book so far. I'm only about 260 pages in, so it is about a 800-page book. So it's a little bit smaller, but the size of the pages and font and everything, I'd say it's pretty close in size to Shonen. Um, so it's, it's going to take me some time to kind of get through it, but I've been enjoying it so far, and I wanted to kind of talk about it because there's a lot to talk about in this book, in this series, and, you know, kind of explain the history and why I'm reading it, and more importantly, to where I kind of see this episode going in the future. Okay, so, as most of you know, I recently did a book on how to fight anti-Semitism, which I felt was really interesting, uh, mainly because I, you know, enjoy learning about history And in particular, as history that's relevant to me, I chose the book How to Fight Anti-Semitism because of what's going on in the world right now, but also because I felt it was very important. And uh, that's what inspired me to review the last book episode. But it began my fascination and interest with learning more about Israel's history. Uh, Since I am not actually from Israel and I'm from the United States, I actually don't know a lot of history regarding everything over there. So this book, The Rise and Kill First, is actually about the, the, as it says, the secret history of Israel's targeted assassinations, or military history in particular. And that's very fascinating to me for different reasons. Uh, But before we kind of go into it further, let me just say that uh, I try to be fair and biased when it comes to my, you know, debates and talking about different topics. Uh, Israel's history is complicated. And I can't speak to it as I'm not someone who was from there, who did not grow up with everything that was there. So I can't really say what it's like there. But I can tell you that I've been there and I've seen it with my own eyes. I can tell you that I know, you know, what people on 
on that place are like, sorry, I just, I just kind of get hard, I kind of get choked up talking about it, it's a very difficult topic, because I like it, but I also don't like sometimes the things that happen there, obviously, everyone wants peace in the Middle East, and this book is talking about factors that kind of led to the conflicts that are happening there, okay, so before we go any further, let's start with Israel's history, you have to understand that Israel as a nation developed fairly recently. Uh, because of that, it is its politics are kind of intermingled with other countries in the Middle East, as well as the U.S. and Russia and other places during the Cold War. Um, in particular, this book starts with Israel's early history before it was a state and talks about how it leads up to the more modern setting. I'm currently in the early 1980s in the book right now, but I imagine I will get to more modern stories later on. Um, another thing before I kind of go any further is I should let you know the author has a great forward talking about beforehand about how he was worried about being censored when the book was being published and how that kind of affected the way of writing. Um, he was lucky in the sense that he had great interviews with different people high up in the military, and he was fortunate to talk to people who are long retired, Um, so a lot of it is only coming out recently, so he, again, like I said, the author kind of talks about all that in the introduction beforehand, what kind of inspired me, or I should say, what kind of inspired this author to write about this topic. Okay, so Israel's history begins with the fact that it was controlled by the British. Um, the British, of course, eventually decided to leave, um, giving control over to the Jewish people in the area, which became the Israeli government. Um, early on, you kind of learned about the conflicting politics of the region, how early on there were British-controlled, you know, like I said, land areas that were fighting underground movements of both people in the Arab world who wanted its own independence and by people in the Jewish world who wanted Jewish independence. So early on you can see the factor where both sides are ultimately fighting each other and the British and it's leading to already a complicated start. Uh, But basically what you need to know is the establishment of Israel led to a couple of things that happened. Uh, One, it led to kind of outrage in the Middle Eastern world. It led to, of course, a second factor, which was a lot of Jewish people moving to the Middle East, which is something that was a new factor. Uh, There were Jewish people who were already living in the uh, land of, you know, Palestine uh, before it was considered Israel. But overall, I should say... The majority of people in Israel were people who were settlers who moved in the fairly recent history. Uh, Part of this is because of the Holocaust, which which let people like refugees who were fleeing uh, war war torn countries or you know you know anti-Semitism people fled to go there. And Israel has a great history of always being a place where Jewish immigrants seek refuge from wherever conflicts they are coming from. So, having said all that, uh, we begin to see how Israel is a place where a lot of recent people have kind of moved to, and how people who've lived there for however many generations, you know, did not live in peace with them, and this kind of led to military conflicts. 
which are talked about heavily in the book. Um, so it, the book goes over Israel's history with, in terms of leading up to uh, the Israeli War of Independence. It goes over the, the Yom Kippur War. It goes over the Six Day War. Uh, it goes over just different operations about how Israel became the way it became, how it became this place where you know they're considered one of the you know strongest militaries in the world, how they were backed by the U.S. or why. Um, it even goes into an interesting uh, plan where it talks about how, in more recent uh, history, how during the Reagan administration there were plans to set up the two-state solution as well, which is talked about as well in the book. But the book does a great job of, so far, explaining the differences between the uh, the hawks and the doves, the people who want, you know, to go to war with anyone who is an Israeli enemy or Jewish person enemy in the book, and I talk a lot about how um, during the Munich um, massacre during the 1972 Olympics, how that kind of affected Israeli policy and history. And uh, so far, we've also talked about how, um, in this book, uh, the the most important factor that I guess we can talk about and most controversial is the fact that there were targeted assassinations um, in Israeli history that, through this book, are kind of give us a glimpse into what Israeli military was doing. Um, most importantly, they targeted people who were considered terrorists, but they were people in other countries, specifically in, for instance, East Germany, or in other places that were sympathetic to, you know, uh, terrorist causes. So this led to the Israeli government, you know, uh, plotting assassination attempts in other countries, sometimes friendly to Israel, sometimes not so friendly. And that's why it's controversial, because a lot of the time, they would not inform a country, they would go in, they would commit you know, the plan, they might get their target, they might not, and as a result of that, there were consequences, and uh, a lot of these assassination programs, uh, some of them were successful and, you know, stop, you know, people from hurting others, but some of them led to innocent civilians' deaths, and again, like I said, this book does a fair job of explaining, well, this is why it happened, this was who was in charge, and this is the history. And so that's why it's controversial. That's why it's out there for the world to understand is that, you know, this is, you know, a group of people who say they're defending themselves and this is why and this is also their motivations behind it. Um, For example, a lot of Jewish people in Israel at the time when when this book was uh, not necessarily being written but when the history was happening in the early stages of this book, like I said, many of them were Holocaust victims, and they were using that motivation to say, you know, nobody's going to stand up for us unless it's us, and we're going to, you know, attack anyone who decides to kill innocent people. And, uh, you know, while that's, you know, admirable to stand up for people's rights, I think, you know, the book does a, a very good job of explaining that it's, you know, it was very difficult for them to go into other countries you know, especially countries that were uh, friendly towards Israel and used that as, like, a way to get towards targets. So, anyway, like I said, this book has all been, you know, recorded as an older part of Israeli history. Um, I'd be more interested to see what they talk about in terms of modern history. Um, 
So, like I said, I'm about 260 pages into it, so... Um, the main thing you need to know about this book is that I feel like it, it's going to be repetitive. While I'm enjoying learning about the missions and about how everything goes from step one to step two, and about how everything is controversial and this happened and this is why it happened, it's very cut and dry. So, in other words, I'll give you an example of a chapter. They might talk about a mission that happened, why it succeeded or why it failed, and then you know, were there any, you know, civilian casualties or did something else happen in the story? You know, like, was the mission a success? Did it succeed or did the mission go through or did they not go through with the mission and why? And like I said, each chapter is that way. So you kind of get in this repetitive cycle of, okay, what topic are we talking about now? How does it relate to modern history? Uh, Like, is this something that was because of the Cold War? Is this something that was because of uh, you know, Israel, Israeli history with Egypt, or is this because of history with its neighbors, uh, Lebanon, Syria, etc., Iraq? Um, a lot of this has kind of gone over in the book repeatedly. So the only worry I have about this is if you're a big fan of the history, you might be sort of lured into a repetitive story and kind of goes over and over and over each mission um, and kind of hits it in the head. But if you're okay and interested in military history, you'll be interested in this. But like I said, if military history isn't your thing, you're probably not going to be interested in this book. Also, you're probably not going to be interested in this book if you are, um, you know, interested in, you know, learning more about how Israel is a country that, I don't know how to explain this, I think if you're interested in learning more about Israeli history, this probably isn't the first book you should read. There's probably other books you need to read first, but this is the book that you need to understand is going to be relevant to modern times. This is explaining modern Israeli history. It's not explaining the old history. It's not explaining the thousands of years that led to that moment in time when Israel developed as a nation, but it's going to go from that point sort of to now and in order to understand it you might need to go back thousands of years first understand what happened in Judea what happened what was the history and kind of saying thousands of years of history didn't happen there isn't the answer either Um, but I also want to point out that although I am, a, you know, like I said, although I am Jewish, and I, I do want to point out that it, it is possible to criticize, you know, a, a country that you don't necessarily agree with 100% of their policies. Like, for instance, in the United States, you know, like, I'm a citizen here, I have free speech, I can say what I want. Um, that's important. And uh, I think that's important to any democracy. And uh, the reason why I'm saying this is that I feel like I have to hold my government and the best ideals possible if I want it to be better. You know, like, if everyone did that, the, every government would be a better place. And so I'm just saying, as someone who also sees Israel as a place that's of importance to me, I can criticize it as well as compliment when they do something well, too. And I think, uh, like I said, you'll enjoy this book if you like history and like military strategy. Um, anyway... Let me know what you think if you start reading it. Um, I will tell you more about it later. Uh, but of course, like I said, I'm in the 1980s right now, and the storyline um, storyline is focus, focusing on uh, the Lebanese and Israeli conflicts right now. All right. 
Thank you all for listening to this podcast. I hope all of you decide to read more books and to drink more coffee. This is your host, Scott. And uh, please be sure to share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Thank you.